I don't know if I'm the only one out of you guys, but do you guys just have like a daily urge to just go buy a pack of cigarettes and just go ahead and smoke in the entire pack? No, because I have a pack of cigarettes. I don't need to go buy more. At least for now. Do you, I just have to fight the urge to go buy some cigarettes and just smoke it. And I don't know why. I don't know if it's because like those truth commercials, but like for the past, like I think two years, all I wanted is just, is just a cigarette. Never cigarettes, but black and mild. Does that count? I don't even smoke cigarettes. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I can't hold blame on any black American that started smoking this week. That's for sure. Black and Miles aren't cigarettes, though, right? Those are fine for you. Those are healthy. Mm-mm. It's a cigarillo. Which is Spanish for... But if it's in Spanish, it's always better. <laughs> but that's European. No, doesn't cigarillo mean a little cigar? That's all it means? Are you asking me? You're the one that yeah. went to a Spanish-speaking country. I don't <laughs> no say. I know. <laughs> Como se dice cigarillo? <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I I I I crave a a good a good black and mild uh wood tip every now and then, but you know, that's just uh it's not it's not often. It's not often. It's a good like once or twice a week. God, does it hit so nice when you do get one, though. I get it. Yeah, I, especially after, like... It doesn't hit nice in the morning. It hits it's nice on the, at 2 a.m. What's funny is I remember being a kid. I'm like, why would an adult ever do such something like that? Like, they're pretty much just putting poison into their body. And here I am, an adult, and I put <laughs> poisons into my body on a pretty regular basis, just effortlessly. Yeah, that's what hangovers are. That's why Evan doesn't get them yet. Because his body hasn't really realized, like, oh, he's just going to keep doing this. <laughs> yeah, no, his body's still, like, <laughs> still like coming to the claim of, like, you know, he might stop. But our bodies at this point are trying to give us a hint. Like, we can't keep doing this. <laughs> You're physically not able to do this yeah, exactly. anymore. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you guys got anything else you want to add for that there? No, no more cigarette topics. Don't smoke cigarettes, guys. It's bad. Unless you're drunk. <laughs> unless after after a good night of drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. unless you're. Yeah, unless a girl offers you a cigarette. Yeah, unless you have to drive home. Do um. <laughs> so this is the No Relation Podcast, um, episode sixty, if I'm not mistaken. He might just spill over on you. Huh. You niggas snitching, getting time shade. Sold a book on my boost mobile, I boost the crime wave. Telling all my hoes that I love them, I'm playing mind games. When bitches after your last dollar, they take your last name. I'm married to this shit, jumped up off the porch, then I jumped the broom. Bunny rabbit gang, we be robbing shit like the romper room. Catch a Uber over Lizzie, I sent the Brizzy. The feds wanna turn the witness, I plead defensive. Been smoking since 13, I fried my brain, so I ain't never stressing. I can't hold no grudges, Michael Thomas, bitch, I'm catching blessings. Police trying to catch me, ain't gonna catch me riding without my weapon. Panoramic roof off on that coupe, I look like George Jesson. Space Ghost, fitting all, got a gas mask when I make dope. I done seen a lot of OGs catch a table heavy trying to taste dope. I just got another case smoke, call my lawyer, hit him with the pesos. Gotta cook a bird with a J-Stay, gotta play play for the gate, yo. Been thuggin' since a youngin', I'm too legit to quit. I treat this bitch shit like my kinship, but since I set the fridge, I had this strap, she took the charge, I took that bitch on the trip. Flew in the fridge, jumped on the boat, I fucked them both, shit was lit. Ah, we're past 60. 60. No, this is 60. Are you sure? I am 100% sure. Every time I've ever second-guessed myself, I was always right when we asked the episode. Episode 60. Um, this This is Alex saying hello. This is Joe signing off. This is Evan. Hey, can I go second again? 
You, don't, don't don't do that. <laughs> if we had a specific order for 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 about twenty five weeks, and then you were the one that decided to not say your name when it was time to say your name. I forgot I won second. So for the good of the podcast, I filled that gap, and then you can't walk it back now. I also think you guys have more similar voices, so it's good. Yeah, I've heard. I forgot I won second. I've heard that it's hard to differentiate every now and then. As long as I'm first, I don't really care. Anyways, so (laughs) uh, welcome, welcome to the podcast, everybody. Um, Geez, I can taste the cheese in my mouth. I ate that whole pizza, and I just. Aren't you uh, yeah. lactose intolerant? I'm lactose intolerant, and I just ate it like it was, like it was nothing. And I took a shot of vodka with it too. Do I just not like myself today? No, oh, that's yeah. See, that's <laughs> that's well, the well, just go eat like a bag of Doritos to seal off your night. <laughs> if there's one thing that I've learned, it's like taking shots on a full stomach is easily oh. the worst thing you can do. I don't care how good of a drinker you are. If you eat a whole pizza or have a whole ass dinner and then immediately start taking shots, you're going to throw up. Wait, dude, guess what I had for lunch yesterday? A bag of hot fries. And sour cream lays. Yeah, you're... What's wrong with you? (laughs) You... Do we need to... Are you okay? We can pause. you got something you want to talk about. I'm telling myself, like, so my gym opens up tomorrow. So, like, I'm telling myself, like, this is my last day of being a fat ass. Like, I'm going to get my shit together tomorrow. Because I've done nothing for the past about couple months but eat out. And tomorrow is the day where I get my shit together. I'm going to go to the gym. And I'm going to go back to my chicken and rice diet. I've been telling myself that. You know, for a while now, or at least for the last like couple weeks, I've been thinking... We should probably do like a, you know, for a, for like six, eight weeks, we were talking about it, like our quarantine updates, what we were up to, how we felt about the quarantine thing. Now that quarantine's over, it'd be cool to have like closing thoughts on that. But I don't know if this is the week. I don't yeah, know if this is the week. I think that. that's a better, better discussion. Is it, is it over? Is it just, is that it? There is no big <laughs> announcement. Like it's just wrapped up, but is it over? Well, the stay at home order got seems like America one at a time. Like, one at a time. Yeah, we got. Would you say, fish. Joe? I think we just have bigger fish right now. I think. That's and Evan, what were you saying? The stay at home orders did get lifted, and a lot of restrictions have been taken out. Um, I was going to say Atlanta; um, they're allowed to open like nightclubs on June first, but they've actually been open since like February. Um, so, would you want to go to the club right now? <laughs> Right now, this week, you want to you want to hit the spot. Is, is this is this the week? This is the week y'all want to go to the club. If I go to the club, I'm just sticking true to myself. That's that's. <laughs> I'm not going for personal gain. It's just like it. At that, it's, you have to tell yourself: Would I? Am I changing myself, or am I staying true to myself? And that's that's what you have to realize. And you have yep. to look in you know yourself in the mirror and realize that sometimes. Would I do anything differently? So you're saying stay to true to staying. If you were staying true to your own character, you'd hit the club. You're, you're yes. The club. And honestly, that's in solid. But solidarity, that's in solidarity bro. with solidarity. my black brethren. Because someone has yeah. to do it. I don't want to do it. But the the you're going to tell me the black ratio in the club is going to be off because everybody else wants to protest. That's my form of protest. It's for me to be in the club to represent the black youth. Essential worker. That's what you That's are. That's what I call it. That's what I call it. You want, you, uh, you want me to edit that out or are you good? You sticking to that? <laughs> someone has to take the side, Evan. Someone has, to, someone has to do it. I'm not saying my job is easy. I'm just saying, you know, again, God only sends his strongest warrior sometimes, and that's what I am. <laughs> you get that analogy wrong every time. <laughs> like, three, like two or three weeks in a row at this point. Um. Do you guys want to talk about what's been going on? So, uh, yeah, let's fuck, fuck it. Let's just let's button up the top button of our shirts and let's get to work, guys. Um, I, I like it. So, quarantine's over, but it was replaced by uh, by uh, by protests and riots. Yeah, <laughs> what a way to just what a way to end quarantine. 
wasn't wasn't everybody so excited to finally be together and go out and you know celebrate and this is how we get to celebrate <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even get a weekend dog we didn't get one weekend. how ironic isn't that what america kind of deserves <laughs> The one way that you can always, you can, everybody can be in one big ass group is to be protesting police brutality. That's the only way you could be in a big ass group right now. It's, it's, Isn't it funny that the, the cop, like, the, I mean, how much, how much have cops had to do these last, besides break up domestic fights in people's apartments, you get the one petty crime and, 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 you know, this is, this is where we are now. It's baffling to me that how, like, just, we literally went from everyone needing to be six feet away from each other and like no more than like a like a gathering of ten people to um, literally hundreds to thousands of people gathering in the middle of a street and like marching through. Which um, I'm not I'm not gonna lie, I was part of it, but like literally the one beautiful part about it is everyone's wearing a mask. That's good. I was yeah. at I was at I mean, the club. No one was wearing a mask, but that was me. <laughs> that was me being in solidarity with my with my people. We were talking about it. We were talking about how, how fucked you know. up it is. We were, but we were also laying the groundwork. There was there was a bunch of white people, and we were trying to explain to them at the club, you know, what's wrong with America right now through our eyes. Can we talk about that real quick? Because I was at the protest, mm-hmm. and I've been seeing yeah, hell of right, videos Evan, of the riots. Evan, walk us through, and all it is walk is us just, through all that. It's a bunch of white people with like scattered dots of black people. <laughs> like there's a good amount of black people, yes, protesting, but majority of it i want to say was white at least here in Cincinnati, in like ohio but so you were you were at the march in cincinnati yes and that was your takeaway was that it's mostly white people and cincinnati mind you is a like a 40 percent black city statistically uh, and you were saying it was mostly white folks something it's it's Something along the lines. Well, I don't know. If a forty might be a lot, but still, if if you have like, a I remember 20- looking like back in the day because I was at U- University of Cincinnati, confused as hell as to why I didn't see any black folks around, and I was like, maybe this is just a white city, and it's it's oh, not. You're also on a well, Cincinnati is a very segregated. Cincinnati is a very segregated city. Um, yeah, a lot is. of the black people live in certain areas in Cincinnati, which you may not go to if you're a college student and not from there. So. But with that being said, when I was at these uh, at the protest, and I wasn't at a riot or anything, I was only at the protest where we we're just walking through. Um, the ones that were like, you know, yeah, like there was the black people, of course, and white people enjoying and like, yelling "Black Lives Matter." But um, the ones that were saying like "fuck the police" and like um, like yelling out "pigs" and stuff, and like like threatening to throw stuff at the police and like yelling at them and chanting were the white ones. Like, not many black people was really saying like "fuck twelve Seems and everything. To be a- Seems to be a theme. I think that's. What, I mean, what do you? So that's my issue with going to these protests is like they start breaking out into riots because uh, one person decides to start being on a cop car, which then leave, gives way for these police officers to you start using tear gas and rubber bullets. And um, I, I'm raising hell if I lose an eye because. One nigga decided to go ahead and kick a cop car. That's all I'm saying. I'm I'm losing my shit. So that's why I've kind of like gone ahead and decided to like stay away from these protests. Uh, I have elected though. I have decided that to Uber drive while these are going on. So I go down there. I, I do become live as an Uber driver. I can be selected for Uber services. So that's me doing. You're doing my part. that because the surcharges have been dumb high with these protests. <laughs> No, no, and you know what? I would I would give rides for free if Uber offered that possibility, but they don't. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately for me, unfortunately for me, they don't offer uh, a way of a gratuitous ride. But um, again, I'm one of God's strongest soldiers, and I'm here for a reason. <laughs> All right. God, you um. really got to learn that analogy. Here, wait, all right. So my hot take my hot take on the white people on the protests, I think no matter how well-intentioned they are, I feel like white people for all these things, whenever there's a cop thing happening, they get to be like a tourist in like our reality. And when you're a tourist, you like they're treating it like it's a vacation, so they're trying to get as much shit off as they can because they get to go back to their regular lives after this, you know what I mean? 
Like, this is a protest they get to choose to be a part of. This is an issue they get to choose to be a part of. Whereas we're just like, I feel like if the if Black Lives Matter was like a game show, it would be Survivor. And white people get to show up and it's a game show and they get rewards for it. Whereas like every now and then you get that camera angle where there's just locals in the background. Like, what are they doing over mm-hmm. there? Like, <laughs> Yeah, no, that's... There's just a bunch of people complaining there's no cell phone service on my island. I'm just over here minding my own But business. don't get me wrong. Uh, like, you, you got to be really grateful for the white people that did show up because they didn't have to. But... Absolutely. No, I'm, I'm I'm really grateful, especially like the ones who are like they're like literally like scattering themselves and like racing to the front of the lines to make sure like black people are protected. Where I like those are the ones I. But like, where I have like, the like, issue, command. I think, is where where Joe is saying like you got there's white people there that can be way more effective in a different way. There's people that are there. There there's white people there with relatives and or or parents that are actually like elected officials who they could be in their ear. Instead of being on the front lines, which I think would be more powerful, in my opinion. But that's just what I think. Uh, not to be super serious, I guess. Uh, I mean, no, that's a good point, though. I think a, a good point to make is, like, don't just go to the march and get a dope Instagram post of you with a mask on and a poster. Like, talk to your dad. <laughs> just talk to your yeah, dad. Yeah, protests are really fun and cute, but if you don't know what you're marching for and what you're uh preparing to fight for then why are you there you have to you have to know exactly what you're you know in front of and what you're arguing for some of those people are just going down there because they think black people deserve rights but what but that's not even true that's like i mean you know what i mean like people don't understand why they're taking part in these protests and why they're going down there and what they're trying to advocate for and that's where i'm yeah. lost with a few people and it's not just white people that are doing it there's people that are just doing this because they feel like it's the right thing to do it's yes it's the right thing to do but it's also like maybe you should also educate yourself as well don't go down yeah, there they and can't just start and finish there yeah you don't go down there and just you know, grab a poster, get your Instagram picture off, and then go home. Like, educate yourself. Realize you're there because black people are disproportionately uh, uh, characterized for different reasons by police. And that could cause different brutalities uh, from police enforce- or law enforcement in general. So that's why that's why they're down there. But... Said by our local Fed, and I like it. Um, <laughs> you got you got thoughts, Evan? Yeah, I mean, my thing is just I really don't like it when people are like against protesting and rioting. Um, I mean, my thinking behind it is just like this is this is all made from decisions. This all could have been avoided years ago when someone made a decision to uh, vet police officers and create some type of education and formal learning for like police officers and be able to get rid of like the ones that are like the bad eggs in the bunch. I'm not saying all bad, all, all cops are bad, but I am saying that like cops should be vetted more. And these reviews over cops, like the one that killed, um, they killed this last guy. Uh, he, uh, he killed like a native American person. Like he's killed for, three people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like he bodies. shouldn't still yeah, he still shouldn't be an active police officer. He he should he should have been fired and put in jail a long time ago. So there's cops that honestly, there's cops that never touched their weapon at all in their whole career. Like they <laughs> they they start and retire without even having to draw their weapon. This guy has shot and killed three different people on different occasions. That's fucking startling. What were you about to say? That's Joe? you only hear about you only hear about cops doing that in movies. Yeah. I was, I was about to say that this is, like, this whole issue is just so frustrating, especially for black folks. Because, like, communicating this to white people, it's like, I mean, a lot of, I feel like white people are coming around, which is beautiful. I feel like every time I see one of these things happen, more white people are coming around where it's like, all right, this is bullshit. But I feel like convincing white America how, how bad this problem is is, like, trying to explain to, like, your friend or roommate that they chew with their mouth open. And they just, you know, they won't accept. Or, like, our friend that smacks their lips when they're eating. You know what I mean? It's like, you're doing it, and it drives me fucking crazy. But, like, only I'm the only one experiencing it, and you're just denying that it's happening in the first place. 
You know what I mean? How do you even how do you start an argument when the person that's like the person that's perpetuating the issue refuses to accept that they're they're doing what they're doing? I know what friend you're talking about. You just brought back PS, uh, PTSD <laughs> for me, but um, but no, that the the best way I try to like anal- like analogize it for uh, for white people is just picture yourself in a group of friends, and your group of friends have been being picked on the entire time from like grade one to grade twelve. Eventually, you're gonna want to do something against the people who've been picking on you. Now, imagine that, but within the span of four hundred years. Um, Eventually, you're going to want to say something and do something, and eventually, the the you saying something isn't going to be enough. Eventually, we're going to have to do more. I'll, I'll make it way easier than that, guys. Uh, wear a MAGA hat at an all black school and see how that goes. That's, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> if you if you want to get a black, like a kind of sort of black experience, there it is. That's it. <laughs> You get nothing but weird looks all day. Someone's gonna come up and touch you, and then they're gonna ask if you what what squash team you play for. So I mean, <laughs> that that's I I think that's you could get pretty close. You could probably get pretty close. Um, Yo, that my experience through all this has been kind of hilarious though, because like y'all like had like you, you know you guys were in a city where you could have marched. I'm over here in Hawaii, like. I was I was looking on Facebook. I was googling all over the place. Like, is there some sort of like march or like a you know organization protest I could I could go to? There's not a single thing, and it's not because they don't care. It's just because if I went to City Hall and started like protesting Black Lives Matter, they come out and be like, "Damn, bro, I think you're totally right, bro. It's crazy what's going on over there." Also, <laughs> like cops would be like, also you're in a state where they're actually still adhering to the whole quarantine thing. Like that's. <laughs> I think you're the, I think your state's the only one that's listening. So I don't It's because like there's peace and harmony here and it's weird as shit and I don't know what to do with it. They I've I've lived here for like a year and a half. I haven't had one interaction with a police officer yet. They're so nice here cuz everybody's just beige. Also, when 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 has there ever been a case of police brutality in Hawaii? Exactly. <laughs> No, but really, been though, I can't there? think of any. Yeah, I can't think of any. The only people yeah, like- there's crime because there's like we have like a heroin problem like everyone else. There's homeless people, but even the homeless people are just like they're just minding their they're just doing their own thing. Like nobody gives a fuck. Joe, Joe, you have a city of homeless people when they have an elected mayor. <laughs> exactly, the homeless people have representation in local government. <laughs> like, how bad of a cop can you be when you see a rainbow every day? It's impossible. You can't do it. So I'm over here all riled up and want to organize and shit. And if I started wearing a sign, everybody would be like, hey, man, you want some free food? Like, <laughs> Come in the spot. I'll give you some poke. We can talk it out. Like, It's so rough, man. Can I help? It's like, no, it, honestly, you're just you're doing fine. You just be you. I'd just be like, damn, that's really bad. I wish I wish we could do something. <laughs> can we get further from the U.S.? <laughs> Probably go protest at City Hall and the mayor will come out like, yeah, we should probably change something, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Cops will be like, hey, I'll wear another body cam, like, front and back. I don't know, like, whatever whatever I can do to help you, like. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I I, I don't know. This is a really weird time. Like, the quarantine just kind of ended so that we could protest, which I don't know. I still don't know know how to feel about it. I want to. I just. I, I want to close this out by just saying, like, um, to the people who say, like, protesting and rioting, rioting doesn't do anything and all we're doing is, like, hurting our own communities. Um, no, it's the white people hurting our communities still. Like, I, I've only seen videos and pictures of white people, like, like thrashing through windows and stuff in, in, in certain areas. Now, that Target, I've never okay. seen a Target okay. in, in a black okay, area. I wanted to get the Target. I re- I've been- <laughs> never seen a... Oh, never, I was- never seen a... Never seen a Target, a... A Whole Foods, um, <laughs> maybe a Kmart. <laughs> Evan, I was. No, they got Kmart. I couldn't wait to talk. I I was so mad. We got finished with our last podcast amidst while well, this whole like Target thing was just going on, and holy shit, the comedic content that was just coming from it, <laughs> gold baby, gold. It's what <laughs> it's what dreams are made of. It's <laughs> when I the. The first tweet I saw was someone saying, like, why are these people destroying their community? I'm, like, looking at this. This is probably in, like, the middle of, like, some 
it has like an oak in it for the suburb probably like yeah this isn't in their community oakburg like oak town (laughs) something we're we're in the oak center something this is center attitude probably understand target's gonna be just fine they're gonna be just fine i i myself i was thinking about going up there because i wanted a new tv um (laughs) stop myself fuck a tv bro I was like over here. You, everybody was making jokes about the ladies with, with lamps. You would have seen me in that. I'm coming out with a just a fresh pair of bed linens. <laughs> so happy. <laughs> the, the thread count on those hoes would have been crazy. Yeah, when you actually when I start to think about it, I've been walking out of there with like a few like uh, surge protectors or some shit, like something. <laughs> I'm going out there with a whole vacuum and air fryer. <laughs> Scented candle and a new plunger. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Tar- Target is like the upper upscale uh, upscale Walmart. That's I'm getting that, that thirty two dollar paper towel holder. That's what's sorry. So that's what I wanted to get to. Notice they did not go to Walmart. Exactly. Because they're not going to hurt their community. Now, it, <laughs> first off, it would take five days for uh for that place to be set on fire. It would take five days for that for that city Walmart to be set on fire. Walmart is fucking not huge. just that, but they have to, they have to go through Rebecca and Betty, like the two managers that have been working there for the past two and a half years. Yeah, and they have been waiting for that moment. Yeah, they get paid twelve dollars an hour to be a fucking manager. Everybody else is making like five ten an hour. They don't, they don't give a shit. You come in there, they want smoke, and they're waiting for it. <laughs> hey, and I feel like it might have been a little jarring to hear Evan say that it's mostly white people that are doing this shit, but. If you disagree with that, then just show me a Waffle House that got hurt. Show me one Waffle House that, that got run through. In Atlanta, they actually purposely protected the Waffle House. You're goddamn right, because you can't do it. <laughs> can't hurt a Waffle House. Also, go inside the Waffle House and see what smoke they got for you. <laughs> Again, they, yeah, that's true. They, so it, You're going into the they wish a nigga woods. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> You can't, you can't, you, there's certain stuff, you can go into Target where they have greeters and shit, and that cute-ass security guard that, uh, that's supposed to stop niggas from stealing, and test, test his gangster, that's all I'm saying, that guy will move <laughs> out the way, and he did. <laughs> that just, yeah, but go to Walmart with that same smoke when you have, like, the dude from, like, national security guards just, like, sitting there like, yeah, no, I'm... Waiting. No, he don't even. Yeah, he got that job because he had been to prison, <laughs> not in spite of. Because he had been to prison, he got the Walmart security job. No, and then they're gonna give a call to the niggas that work in the back. You do. You, I. I don't think people understand how big the back of a Walmart is. This, <laughs> there's a lot of shit going on in the back, and some of the most. Just, I don't know how to put this. Like those are where the felons are. Yeah, at. those so are the ones. Walmart that they, is all, a, their only job is to open up boxes. Walmart is a very felon friendly place. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> and, and there's gonna be a quick call to the back, and those niggers are waiting to just come out there with uh, box cutters. So I don't know how well that would go. But the whole time I'm watching this, I was also thinking about. So I used to work in stores as like security, pretty much. I used to work. And like loss prevention, it was just making sure merchandise wasn't leaving. And I was thinking about what I would do in the event that I am um, I'm working at a store and it begins to be just pillaged. I think I would join them. I think <laughs> I was waiting for it. It was about yeah, to happen. I sooner. think I would join them. Yeah. They, they would all look at me. It would say security on my back and everything, and I would just be like, yep, you know what? Fuck it, two weeks. I guess it's just my day now. I just <laughs> <laughs> you were in Ohio. Yeah, One third of your job was getting people to not OD in the dressing rooms anyway. So, like, yeah. how bad is that really? <laughs> yeah, you're you're not wrong, Joe. Yeah, but but um, the shout out to Target. They uh they released a statement saying that we can rebuild the store. Um, and yeah. they're like standing in solidarity with like the protests and stuff. Like, and also fuck Target, Target said we don't give a fuck about Target. Yeah, also fuck Target. <laughs> fuck Target. Who? It's just a really clean Walmart, so I don't give a shit. It's honestly just a really heterosexual Walmart. <laughs> it's like the it's like the Chick Fil A of Popeyes. You really have a thing against Target, don't you? <laughs> they didn't put Frank Ocean's album in his stores because he was gay, and I haven't forgotten about that. 
Yeah, that's true. That, that's a thing. That was a thing. He came out as gay. Right. That was back in Channel Orange, right? Yeah, that was Channel Orange, which today is arguably one of the best albums ever made. And they did. Yeah, that was the best song ever made. Pyramid is, is the best song ever made. I'll, I'll second that. I'll second that's that. That's actual facts. Like, that's actually, like, like, that's a factual statement that Pyramids is the best song ever made. Anyways, um, do we want to transition into new, new music off of. Uh, hold on, I'm not done talking. That? I'm not done talking. Okay. <laughs> um, Speak on it, King. He has some beef against Target. No, Target Tarzan. is ass. <laughs> Tell me the time you walked into Target and you've left satisfied. Um, there was this one time I was, uh, I was courting a young woman and, um, I happened to stay the night with, at her place. Uh, I did not have clothing for my work day the next day. So I went to Target and purchased a polo t-shirt and that is the most comfortable polo I have ever worn in my life. Wow. I thought that I was just going to be like a one day type of thing. I still have that in my closet and that shirt I'm was very sad that shirt was made with the blood of Mormons, so I hope you're happy. <laughs> you say of Mormons? Yes. Uh, Mormons can't bleed. Yeah, I was gonna say they got magic underwear. They don't. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's in their Bible. Whatever, man. All right, let's. Uh. Oh wait, did you guys see that wheelchair bitch? Yeah, I don't. The the my my biggest the worst part aspect of all these things for me is that social media has been not funny. <laughs> it's been like very serious, a lot of like long winded Apple Notes posts. Mm-hmm. But uh every every now and then even in the riots there's a little bit of levity. And I think that woman in the wheelchair brought that. Because that was just that was just some strange shit. She was thirty years old. Was she really 30? She was 30 years old, and they found out that she can actually walk just fine. She's obese. That's all it was. She was just too thick to walk. Evan, did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. And honestly, the the best thing about that video was just her getting hit with the fire extinguisher. Oh, fuck. I, I don't know how I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like you brought a knife to the fire. I got a fire extinguisher. Hey, wait, context, context, because some people may not have seen oh, this, and okay. that might sound really weird. Okay, so I'm going to hit you with the smoke we use for pee wee football games. <laughs> so, so there is a there is a woman at a Target trying to protect it from looters, and um, her means of protection was to go around with it. it looked like a steak knife. If Sneak I'm not knife. mistaken, it looked like a steak knife, and she was trying to. Hey, if she if, hold if on, she got hold from on. Target, that's a sturdy knife. Hold on. So, <laughs> which, by the way, she probably stole, and <laughs> uh, so she has the steak knife. She's protecting the target, and she's like, kind of looks like she's like trying to stab at people, and someone is she did stab people. oh she did so someone tries to get the knife away from her in the midst of taking the knife away she is then hit with a healthy dose of fire signature <laughs> what a yeah. means for oh, right, but what a means for protection who would have thought it <laughs> that's what i want to they could have sprayed her they could have sprayed her yeah but they're like this has a better use in this particular situation can I can I point something out real quick? One, she stole. She probably stole that knife. That knife probably cost about twenty five dollars for one. Um, and then two, they were outside of the Target. The guy that had the fire extinguisher stole the fire extinguisher. <laughs> they were outside. They were not inside. Mm. I'm looking for your imagine. Look, I'm looking for what's what's wrong with that. <laughs> again, uh, Joe. Joe, what are you taking? Everything. Joe, what were you taking were, again? What do you say you're taking? You're taking a air fryer. If you're <laughs> no, he said that. Oh well, if you're I'm, I'm taking that. bed linens and a yeah. scented candle. Well, fuck. If I see a fire extinguisher laying there, I'm gonna take that shit too. I'm gonna be fucking safe <laughs> in my house. <laughs> Sometimes I fry shit and it gets out of hand. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> or protect yourself against Karens. <laughs> No, but imagine imagine the like psychology of a person that sees the targets getting looted, uh, and you're like, "I that's me. I'm on that." And you're an obese person that has that uses a scooter to walk, get around. Like, like that's that's what's fascinating to me. I want a whole interview with that woman just to understand her her way of thinking. 
Because it's like, I can't scrub the entirety of my body, and yet I think that I need to be the person that stops looting at Target. Like, I got it. With I'll a, sit this one out. I got it. With a with a high-quality butter knife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A good sturdy one from Target. I mean, she, that thing was probably pretty sharp. There's a there's and even after a couple stabs, it stayed sharp, which is a, that's what you want in the knife. There was someone that tweeted uh, using a fire extinguisher to get rid of someone with a knife is not only the right thing to do, but it's the funny thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, social media has been wild, morbid, and serious, and that was like that was the little bit of levity I needed to get through that particular day. And she's probably going to be fine. I'm sure there's GoFundMe's where white people are supporting her, so it's fine. Yeah, she probably did get a little cold from that fire extinguisher. Nah, she got her ass kicked, and not only from the fire. There was a girl wailing on her shit. Yeah, she ate those yeah, punches. She's stabbing people. Nah, she ate those punches too. Like, I was gonna. She could take a punch. Yeah. I'll give her that. I mean, I'm not. I'm not here for anything she was doing. You don't. You don't just go up into a place and start stabbing people. But she's got a chin on her. That's for damn sure. It's for damn sure. Um, is there anything fun you guys want to talk about? Music came out. All right, what do you guys want to? What do you guys want to talk about first? Have y'all listened There's to a, the new Lil Yachty? No, no. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I knew that was going to be the answer. I was just Dave. No, that man had an album come out. <laughs> Is that the Oprah Apparently song? There's a Tyler verse on it. Is that the Oprah song? Uh yeah, that was probably the lead single. You look as good as Oprah's bank account. Yeah, that was a cute music video, but I have no intention of watch of like listening to that song. Yeah, good marketing, but I'm I'm kind of not uh, mostly. I mean, I, maybe in other weeks I would have listened to it. with all the shit going on and all the other music that dropped. I wasn't uh, wasn't trying. Can to we just it. get to the meat and bones of this? Um, wait, 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 wait. We gotta save it. Did y'all listen to the Travis Scott and Rosalia song? Who? Okay, never mind. All right, go for it, Evan. <laughs> what the fuck are you even All talking right. about? Who? Travis Scott did a collab with, like, the most popping artists, like, Spanish artists. And uh, it was actually pretty good. But I don't know if you listen to the, like, reggaeton shit like that. But Travis did some reggaeton right. shit with Rosalia, and it sounded pretty good. Everybody's waiting for that nigga Travis Scott to speak up about all this stuff that's going on. He's not going to. <laughs> yeah, he's not going He's to. making reggaeton he's too, music. He's got way too much corporate pressure on him. He's not saying shit. It's from the south. You guys are fucking stupid. Quit. You know, I'm sorry. After this, I'm done. Quit. Quit asking all these celebrities to to stand in your guys' beliefs. They don't have to say shit. They don't have to say a goddamn thing if they don't want to. All right. That's yeah, all. Just you know, consume their stuff accordingly afterwards. If that bothers you, then stop listening to them. That's what that what's getting what's pissing me off the most is people are posting literally saying like, oh, if you're not posting right now, like you're actually being silent and you're against. No, bitch. No. If I'm not a social person, that does not mean I'm just going to start being social because there's all this shit going on. And again, that's being true to form. That's why I was at the club. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Stay true to brand. That's why I've never been someone to post shit on my story, activism-wise. Just because I think social media is the least productive place to post any of that shit. Nobody ever gets their mind changed. Everybody argues. It's just not worth it. I did post not one thing, that. and it was something that I like copied Alex's story because it was just a comedian talking about this shit. But um, that was it. And I only did that because I thought it was like it was funny. It was bringing a little bit of light to like a serious situation, mm-hmm. and it was like relevant. That being said, though, I'm not over here posting all this shit. I'm never gonna repost that video. It makes me disgusted. I don't want to see it in any capacity. Um, and I'm with the I'm with the movement, but I just am not doing it on social media. Yeah, exactly. Not just that, but to the people who think that you have to post on social media, um, just like a little newsflash. A lot of us are all in the same situation where we probably have followers between 400 to about, I'm going to say, I think at the most of our friends, maybe like around 2000. Um, that's still like not a lot of like reach considerably. Um, the people that you follow and the people that you kind of like have following you, they have they have the same views as you more than likely. You're not changing opinions. You're just posting what everyone else is posting. That's. You're you're not. I don't get what the point is. Clout, the, uh, clout. People who already seen it. Yeah, this is a great Thank time you. for free clout. The people that already saw it, 
the people that already saw your story 10 times over already just saw 11 times because of you that yeah it's not that necessary and i don't get by all means if you want to post it post it i'm just saying it's not a necessity and necessity is actually being out there trying to get your voice heard it's not you posting a story this kind of goes back to uh this kind of goes back to what i'm sorry and we know we're talking about new music but this also kind of goes back to what we were saying about like doja cat i don't look at artists for social justice issues if they post it that's fantastic great for them good applause but if they don't well i wasn't really expecting you know travis scott or whoever to really say anything like if that's what they're doing if they're outspoken then great but that's just me. All right. Yeah. Anyways, I did not listen. That's what like I did not listen to, to all that our song. white viewers. <laughs> to all our white viewers, uh, just talk to your dad. That's like seriously. <laughs> if you could just talk to your dad, that'd be really dope. It's all our black viewers. Don't feel obligated to do anything. We we know. <laughs> we we're here every day. Like the post the post today doesn't like doesn't you don't have to dignify your blackness in any way in in issues like this. We're all living through it, so you can all do right. as much or as little as you want. Uh, I just implore people to care about this beyond the two weeks that we're that America is going to care about it. All right. So to transition uh, to something else, if any black people need a song to write against the police, to, <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys know who this guy Freddie Gibbs is, but he has a collab song with him and Benny the Butcher. Um, and just my God, it makes me want to set a state trooper's car on fire. <laughs> Hey, it's, you know, I'm like all for like artists being able to say whatever they want. This song should never have been released. I mean, it is just too, it's disgusting. <laughs> I mean, it's my favorite song probably in the last couple of years, but it's, it's just, I mean, I, the energy I get from it is just so it's, it's, it's too, it's too wild. Um, yeah. To preface this a little bit more, Freddie Gibbs, um, artist from Gary, Indiana, he's been making music for quite a long time. He used to be signed to Jeezy. Um, but that kind of fell through and he's kind of been floating around the ether like he's just been touching on like not quite a popular rapper but definitely not like if you listen to hip-hop a lot then you'll probably at least know who he is but i think this album was kind of his coming out thing because for a while he's just accepted like i'm never going to be all that mainstream but maybe i'll make this like super super quality music where i'm they're gonna have to start giving me critical acclaim and awards and shit so he thought like all right his last album, Bandana, like fucking album of the year, or at least up there, like definitely going to get some Grammy noms, like super critically acclaimed, and he didn't get shit from it besides, you know, just respect from people that care about it. So I think this album that he just released this past Thursday was kind of him saying, all right, if y'all aren't going to give me a Grammy for that shit, then fuck it. I'm just going to go full bull. I'm going to lean into my gangster shit. I'm not like censoring myself for anybody. I'm going to go all the way balls deep into this crazy shit that I can say. And Jesus Christ, the result. Freddie, Freddie Gibbs is uh, what he did is kind of he owned into like the fact that like he's not going to be like a Kanye West. He's not going to be like at the level of like a uh, he's one of those. He's your rapper's favorite rapper. You know yeah. what I mean? He's he's one of those, and I think he he's fully accepting that lane. Like there's a good there's a good few of those that like like they've accepted their role. But he also he's written for other rappers too, right? For sure, yeah, for sure. Because nobody can fuck with him rap wise. It's not he's not not popular because he can't rap. It's just his sound is just not for everybody. It's not, and he also always gets on those those beats that I love. I love oh my god, yeah. I love a good jazz centered beat like. I, that yeah. that's what I look for in rap, and yeah, I, I thought he he hasn't missed on an album in quite a bit of time. No, yeah, I, actually, I don't no, even know really if he really has ever missed on an album. But he he knows who to work with too, like Madlib and Alchemist. Those like every single time he just collabs with those two, it's it's just something special done. And like it's just like I don't know if these producers just know this style, but just the, the drawn back beat like it's like not like really it's a beat that's like what Alex said like kind of like jazz influenced but it's also like not even like done correctly like it's not finished <laughs> it's messy yeah it's like intentionally yeah, it's, messy yeah and so was his like rapping style that's the thing like it all just flows together bro I don't like there's not a lot of artists where like 
if I if I really like a song, there'll be like a line in it where it'll just make me go, oh fuck. Like Freddie, he said some shit where it's like, you should be in prison. Like, <laughs> how dare you say that out loud on Wax and release he that said, to the public? I he said um, his bitch took the chart, so I took her on a trip. That <laughs> things like that is poetry. <laughs> Yeah, no. I he, think he. I'm. I'm paraphrasing, but he said something along the lines of, um, "Versace robe draping like I got a cape on, but I could never save a hoe." I was like, "Oh Jesus, <laughs> how how dare you?" I wanted to also ask you guys: as am I getting old? Because Rick Ross is now my favorite rapper. <laughs> Yo, Rick Ross is so nice. When did that happen? Did, I like gave up on Rick Ross as like a as like a sophomore in high school. Yeah. And yet, like the last like five years, every time I hear him, I'm like, God damn, who is this? Like, oh well, shit, it's is, And then I've gone back to his old stuff. Was like, I've gone back to his old yeah. stuff, and I'm like, fuck, this is perfect. <laughs> he he um he was like coming up in that like age of rappers where um like you had to change your style. And it wasn't popular uh, popular that you didn't have to change. Like, he was coming up around Kanye and Lil Wayne and, uh, like, Kid Cudi when he was hot. And, like, all, like Jay-Z's, like, re- like, rebirth. Like, all these rappers, like, they changed their style and, like, what they were doing at least three times in the generation of him. Literally rapping about the same thing every single album. And, like... I don't know about you guys, but there's certain rappers where I don't want them to change. I don't want Freddie yeah. Gibbs to start rapping about love. No. no. Yeah. Talk about how he used to sell crack in, uh, uh, crack in Gary, Indiana. Like, I, I don't want to hear Pusha T rap about anything. Well, he, um, he rapped about love kind of, I guess, on Runaway. But still, I don't, I don't want to hear these people well, go off. Brand. Yeah, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I... I completely dismiss Rick Ross as an artist in, in probably like my college years, but now I'm coming to a hole and I'm just like, this is this is this is what I look for in an artist. This is exactly all of his music. I'm looking for a song I don't like right now. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Cause just uh, give that man well, like a hard piano loop and he'll just fuck your world. Well, because he was also featured on a uh, on the Freddy's on Freddie and Alchemist album that that he had a yeah. he had a good feature on there as well. A really good feature on there. yeah. Well, like, uh, that's the thing, like, and you said it before, like, Rick Ross is in the same boat as Freddie, like, he's your uh, favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Yeah. None of these, like, the guys that we're talking about, like, Freddie Gibbs, Rick Ross, like, Benny the Butcher, uh, Conway, Conway's on there, um, I don't really count Tyler in this conversation, uh, but, like, none of these people are, like, anyone's real favorite rapper. But Ross like, is a little bit more just, mainstream. Like, Ross is probably the most mainstream. <laughs> Ross goes in and out of mainstream. Freddie's my favorite rapper now. Yeah, Ross is my favorite rapper. Loud and proud. Yeah, Ross is my favorite rapper. Freddie's my favorite favorite rapper. rapper Like, who would have thought, though, like, if you would have told me a few years ago that, like, the hardest song I'm going to hear all year is going to come from a guy from Gary, Indiana, and a guy from Buffalo, New York. Like, would you believe that shit? Have you ever been to those places? (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I believe Gary Indiana places. I, I believe Gary Indiana full heartedly. Buffalo, New York, though, I would have had some hesitation. Um mm. I've been to Buffalo, mm. New York. I <laughs> I've been to Buffalo, New York. I've I've uh I've uh, gone to Niagara Falls and I've been to Buffalo and Niagara, New York, and my god. <laughs> I've been to yeah, Well you went to Rochester, Alex. It's like that. <laughs> no, where it's like, there's wow, there's some really lovely stuff. There's some breweries and some nice restaurants, and then you turn the street and you're like, oh fuck, wait, oh fuck, turn the car. Well, around. no, which one? Because <laughs> I stay. Which one was it? Was it Buffalo? Or was it Rochester? Where I actually had to sleep at a Greyhound station. That was Rochester. Oh, that was, that was the worst night of my life, and it was not even really close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my bad. <laughs> the shit I got, the shit I had to witness that night, Joe, was the was just awful. <laughs> It happens. It happens. I had stuff to do that. Night. I don't know if you guys know. Would I have picked you up very easily? Absolutely. <laughs> was I playing FIFA with my friends and possibly at a girl's house? Yes. So what? What do you want me to do? I don't know if you guys know where Greyhound stations are usually located, but they're not exactly <laughs> in prime real estate. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think Alice is just over here complaining about a growing experience that he had. Whatever. All right. Uh, um. 
Did y'all listen to the new RMR song too? I don't want to. I don't want to skip. I did. Yes. I wasn't a huge fan of it, but I think if he puts a whole album together with that much versatility, I'll like it. I like that he's taking the lane that Lil Nas X started and probably won't get back into. Yeah. I think Lil Nas X realizes that he's more of a social media celebrity than an artist, which is fine. Yeah. But I also yeah, think he, he accepted his lane. I also think he understood like there was going to be like sons of him. Like, I mean, they're actually talented, though, because like, well, I mean, like look. you got to think like Fetty Wap and like artists like that. There's like people that come before like all this other shit, like where this mumble rap comes in. Like, there's always someone that kind of starts this lane. I think that's just what Little Nas X was, but I think Little Nas X is way smart enough. Is well, is smart enough to like um, understand the minutia of like being a celebrity. Like, he can make. He's gonna make that old town road, which he already has, and he's already like able to profit really heavily off it. I, I'm willing to bet he's probably made more money off of doing other endeavors than he has that song. For sure. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing that like I kind of like I I get what you're saying, but also I don't like. He came out as a rapper, and if he was a rapper who had like a really odd song, you would hear him on a feature somewhere. We haven't heard a Lil Nas X feature. That's because that's we not his lane. That's yeah, not what he's, he's not. To do. I, I just he's just he released an album that was kind of full, just like mid, really. Well, he's a one-hit wonder, but he also owns that. Yeah. he has- I think that's the point Alex is trying to make, is that he's owned the fact that he's a one-hit wonder, and he's going to find other revenues to take the hype he got just from that song and have a, a career with some sort of longevity, whether it's a music or not. Little Nas X is the smartest one-hit wonder there is, because he, he knows like, this goes back to what we were just talking about. Little Nas X understands exactly what he is. He understands that he probably can't really... He's going to be. I'm sure he's going to try to make more music, but he already understands that there's no way he's going to make another song like Old Town Road. You know what I mean? Yeah. He said that before. Yeah. There's zero chance of that happening. Uh, I'm sure he would love for it to happen, but he's going to get more. He's going to get money off of a second album just because of his name and just because he's made a like a lane for himself. Where yeah, and then he's gonna get a role in like a TV like Netflix series or some shit and whatever. It'll just be funny on. Has Twitter. he even been That's on enough. tour? I don't know. I think he dropped that EP so he could go on tour, but I don't. I'm know. sure this I think he did like festival circuits. Yeah, he did, and I mean that again. You why get, you could still do that? He get he gets paid for all this shit. He has a Sprite deal. I'm sure there's a, he's a fucking model now too. So I mean, there's there's a bunch of shit that I'm sure he's he's doing just fine. Meanwhile, Armar rumor, uh, whichever he prefers, is the actual artist. It's rumor. Yeah. Well, he's an actual artist, and he's a. Uh, He's he's doing pretty good in that lane, I think. I think he's he's finding a good pocket to kind of get into, where he's like taking yeah. these beats and kind of like using his tone and being able to throw it like that. So I like that. I think that we never really talk about like the music that we put on the podcast, but like for I don't know if we have like how many new listeners we have or whatever, but like if you listen to the podcast for one thing, like we put new music on every week, and we have we have put songs from artists that didn't blow for several months like you know like a really long time before they blew like a bunch of times Mm -hmm. like i was just talking about rosalia we put her music on a long ass time ago we put lizzo on here way before anybody else way before uh her song blew up we put old town road on like several months before that blew up like we put rmr on rmr is definitely next so just a rumor. I'm except sorry. for I keep saying except that. for last week when Alex put up Meek Mill and Snow Allegra, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> no, it was, no, but still, no, it was famous Dex and uh, Rich the Kid. Meek Mill wasn't on the still. song. It sounded like Meek Mill though. Every oh. time, every time y'all edit, I get to hear a couple tracks that I either haven't heard in a while or didn't know existed, and now I like have some new shit to listen to. So, no relation podcast stays putting shit in your rotation if you're interested in having shit that's not already popular. That's all I'm saying. I, I, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, I do kind of have a feeling that that RMR, like he's a, uh, I feel like eventually there's going to be something that catches with him. And I hope it, I hope it does. I don't know he how just uh, needs one song. He I just don't needs know one how song that like everyone catches on to. I thought it was going to be the um that one the last rascal. Song. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I thought it was going to be that, and then he had a remix to one of his songs with Future, um, 
and I thought it might have been that one too, but it didn't really. It hasn't. I think the problem with his songs are is you kind of have to be outside for them. Yeah, also, that's these good cookout songs. <laughs> also, it's he's kind of hard to relate to with the fact that he's wearing a ski mask. So I mean, but his like he's got real label backing. So I'm not sure who this person is, but like everything that he's done so far has been hella high budget. So I'm assume he'll be, he'll be big. I'm going to assume he has warrants. So um, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. You guys got anything else you guys want to talk about here? No, we can get into our. Uh, Get into our other things. All right, let's get into light skin, uh, light skin of the week. Every time I get on Vine, it's a dark skin nigga talking shit about a light skin. But when I pull out that pistol and get to shooting, y'all gonna think I'm something else for real. Light skin of the week is where we uh, just name a special person that did something uh, special to us light skins here. Um, they don't necessarily have to be light skin, uh, but they are honorary light skinned. For for this week, um, do you guys have any light skins you guys would like to nominate? All right, okay, Evan. Well, my Evan, who's your light skin of the week? Uh, my it's uh, John Boyega. I think that's how you pronounce his name. The the black guy from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. That's not Samuel L. Jackson or the the guy <laughs> with the Jerry curl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are the only um, two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, it, it there's three now, including him or, or yeah. Donald Glover. But anyway. Um, but yeah, this past week, what he did was he uh, he posted on Twitter, "Fuck racism," um, and what a bold just take. a slew of people. What a bold take! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, just a slew of people just like went to his comments saying, um, saying how like, hey, you're you're like the guy from Star Wars. A lot of young people follow you. You should probably watch how you like use your platform. Um, and he just immediately said something to the uh, effect that. Uh, I don't know. He's not. He didn't say these words, but this is how it came out. Which is fuck those kids. <laughs> <laughs> fuck them kids. No, I watched. Hey, I love the fuck them kids energy. I watched that live. He was pretty much just like saying. Um, he was just saying like this is basic shit. If you don't stand with what I'm saying, he doesn't care that he's in Star Wars. Like, don't be fucking racist. <laughs> what's so <laughs> like? What's so hard about that? It's, it's just people being like, well, what about? Uh, me, I'm kind of racist, but I like you. No, just don't be racist. <laughs> he wasn't saying like he the, wasn't taking a political stance. He was just being like, "Yeah, really." You know, just let's not be racist. That was it. That, that what's so hard? That's why I love that Michael Shake clip that I retweeted. It's like Black Lives Matter. What's what's less than matter? Just matter. <laughs> <laughs> We're just saying Black Lives Matter. What are, what's less than that? Can we just say Black Lives exist? <laughs> There are black people. All right, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> Jesus. No, but uh, the fun, the thing I got from it was just like, if you're upset that a kid just saw the f word on Twitter, if he's on Twitter, you should be way more worried about what else he's looking at. Because my God, you ever seen the porn on Twitter? There's 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 a lot of porn on Twitter. It's all there. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes all I only there. have to go to the other side. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but I'll stumble on porn on. I'm never looking for porn on Twitter. I'll just stumble. Somebody will like some shit. I'll click on the page they liked. All of a sudden, it's an 18 plus page, and I'm watching graphic, graphic videos. So, hey, and that was just one one second away from me retweeting some stupid ass meme about Avatar: The Last Airbender. Hey, this might be a different topic that we might have to save for another podcast. But have you ever gone through, gone through a girl you likes likes on Twitter, and she has like the just like the porn shit like the porn porn yeah it's like like and it says like back shots for days or like i just want to be like doing this and it's like a like yeah like me and oomph yeah 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 you, you guys know what i'm talking about right no exactly 2012 twitter was different i don't know if that's still going uh, on nope, nowadays it's still but. going on every now and then you'll catch one yeah, the only difference is it's high, high quality. <laughs> you put on VR goggles for half of that shit. Jesus Christ. Yeah, back in 2012, like was graphic. Yeah, back in 2012, was graphic black and white. And just Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, that's still there. And I don't, do people eyes. not know? Like, we can see your likes. Like, if you're liking full blown porn, like, that's that's there for everybody to see. Yeah, and every now and then, it, <laughs> every now and then, it'll, it'll uh, creep into the timeline, too. So, yeah. Uh, Joe, yeah. you got a you got a light skin. Yeah, my light skin of the week uh, goes out to all the nail techs 
uh, whose stores open this week because I was just I was just walking through the city and I just walked by one place and I swear I thought like the line was so long I thought it was for like a good roller coaster like the DMV or some shit. I mean there were women around the block and they were pissed. They were so ready to go standing in the hot sun trying to get their nails done. So shout out to all the all the cosmetic people that had to go back to work uh, to a lot of uh, musty customers that are that are just. Uh, just dying to get their shit off because it's it's been a long time and uh, they're I'm I'm sure they're booked through August already. This Shout is off to topic, them. but did you hear about the the two great clip workers that had coronavirus and exposed like 150 people to it? Good fuck great clips and anybody that goes there. If you go to great clips, you don't care about your well being anyway. That's where cops go to get haircuts, anyways. That where you go, Alex? Exactly. No, no, I don't. Anyways, uh, my light scan of the week will be going out to uh, one Denzel Washington. <laughs> uh, seemed to be assisting uh, a young man that was uh, helpless during those the riots. Well, I guess he was also helping alongside the police police officers as well. It's kind of a muddy situation. I mean, the guy got arrested. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> he was no, but apparently he saw the situation escalating to they might shoot this dude. So he like came over and was like, hey, I'm Denzel. Like, chill the fuck out. God, that's just a dream situation for me. <laughs> You're getting arrested, and Denzel Washington just is like, hey, this guy's getting arrested. Could you imagine too, just, like, he just going like, hey, hey, you guys, everybody now calm down. <laughs> <laughs> just like, <laughs> that's it. <gasps> Denzel. <laughs> My name's Alex. <laughs> I love training day. <laughs> Your role in training day actually made me want to be a police officer. <laughs> How do I want to be crooked so bad? <laughs> can you say it? Can you say the Godzilla line real quick? Just just one time. <laughs> <sighs> That's all I got for light skin, though. Um, all right. You guys want to get into the last subject? Yeah. Last subject. Yeah, so our last subject here is uh, we're just going to give you guys... A little game for the rest of the week. A little parting gift. Um. Uh, tell me about your dunk. What do you remember about that play? Uh, all I remember was Cole telling me that I've been going to the to the hole like a light skin dude, so I got to start going like a dark skin. So when I seen the lane open up, that's all I remember. You went to the hole like a dark skin dude. Yeah. yeah. You guys, you guys got anything you want to leave the leave the listening? audience has made it this far to the podcast yeah i said it before but just to reiterate um black folks don't don't feel like you have to post anything uh contribute to your own uplifting in any way you can but don't feel obligated to do it because people are posting on social media if you're not posting you're part of the problem don't that's that's not necessary and white folks talk to your dad that's it and your mom but talk to your dad and and yeah, and kind of in that vein, um, there's more you can do besides just protest. Um, I forgot who said this, but the best way to make change is from the inside. Uh, so that's uh, that's just what I that's just my little bit of game. Um, is that did you you're get a, a quote? Did you just get a quote right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did. All those quotes you have tattooed on your body, you think you would get more like <laughs> um, <laughs> What if that's, I've never actually read your rib quote. Is that what it says? God gives his strongest soldiers. I'm Alex and I don't know what this shit means. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. That was a, that was a birthday present to me. So I don't really know what it says. <laughs> I've never felt more in a high pressure situation than to figure out what I want as a tattoo. <laughs> a, Alex, you literally got the slogan from Children's Medical Center in Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> you want to know how I know that? Because you read it to me once. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And I'm just driving my car down the street past the hospital. And there's just a big banner that says what's on your tattooed on your on the side of your ribs. No, that's not true. That's a, It's from a poster I had as a kid. From Cincinnati Children's from Hospital? <laughs> They can, you know, be in one in the same. Who, you know, who right. gives a shit? It was like, it was the best <laughs> I could think of. Like, she's like, all right, so I'll get you a tattoo for one hour. And I was like, fuck, I don't even know what I'm like. 
It's it's like my one tattoo. I'm like, I wish I could go back and like redo it. But anywho, um, Evan, you got anything for the rest of the week? Yeah, um, I guess try to do something lighthearted. Um, recently, I've been using coconut oil, and um, is that the is that like the key to being handsome? You're just is now that getting. Way, you're, you're just. Is that how you're? Is, is that how you're getting your melanin to glow a little bit? You're just now on the like I, I, on the, the coconuts. I've been putting it in my hair and in my beard, and um, I've just seen a difference in like just me in general. I can't believe you're mm. just now figuring this shit out. Was that what I was missing this entire time? Maybe, maybe. Maybe that's the biggest difference between y'all as twins is Alex already knew about coconut oil. <laughs> I didn't think it was well, a dirty I got... secret. I was <laughs> <laughs> Well, like I use like the hundred percent like all natural one. Like it's like in the, like a hardened shape when like I have it. I don't know what type of Alex uses. Uh I use coconut oil or not coconut, I use a uh, coconut lotion every day. Every day I put coconut butter. Cocoa it's cocoa butter, my bad. <laughs> so I use cocoa butter every day. But I, no, I don't. I use a. I, I'm not one for oils. I don't like oils on my body, so I'm, I'm not big on that. Well, you oh, look I, lovely. I've been using. You're actually the you. best I've looking been, one on the podcast right now. I know. I got a barber appointment for Thursday, and I'm like. Yeah, your fade's turned back into hair. Yeah, no, my fade is just a. It's just, just a blank wall. I've uh, I've been hungover all day, and I ate a large pizza to myself with a two liter of Sierra Mist. So I'm not expecting myself to look very top tier right now. Um, yeah, it's all right on your face. You didn't even have to say any of that. We know. Yeah. If it if it makes you feel better, since they wanted to close restaurants um, because of a curfew, uh, they're afraid of riots. I guess um, I'm about to eat a bag of Tostitos chips. So <laughs> dinner, at a boy. We didn't. T- yes. we, we we really didn't talk about how they're being more enforceful for this uh, for this George Floyd shit rather than for coronavirus, but. That's neither here nor there. I'm uh, I'm done. I'm done talking. Uh, <laughs> I think we touched on it well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they're more afraid of black people than a pandemic. But, I mean, we're not going to get into it. We are talked about enough. Anyways, so this was the No Relation Podcast. Um, this is Alex saying goodbye. This is Joe signing off. Peace and blessings. This is Evan. You might catch me including your local Panera Bread.